Welcome. To Arcade Audio. episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. Am I yelling? What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? Let's stay again because that no, was hilarious. My ears just pop. So this, so you started sounding like Kathleen Turner, like very sensual, like you know, hey, how's it going? And then all of a sudden, like you started getting louder, and I was like, <laughs> okay, maybe she she's not projecting, or she's trying to fix her voice. And then you became the Micro Machines dude, and just started talking like. A mile a minute. I have no idea what's happened <laughs> to me. It's I've life. been sick. Um, I don't. I. Do I what? have no words. I feel like you should get up, take a walk, <laughs> and then come back. Just jump. Uh, yeah, go run around the house. Run around the house. Uh, uh, despite no. that, it is March thirtieth. No. <laughs> Oh, oh, man. Buckle up, folks. This is going to be an interesting <laughs> thing. March 20th, 2018. Uh, if you're new here, uh, we are two... Dead people. Dead people. <laughs> this is the most unique podcast you'll ever listen to. Uh, we've been dead for 180-some weeks. Um, no, we're married and we have a baby. So roughly the same thing. Yeah, and we watch movies. That's the only... Uh, pulse and heartbeat we have <laughs> sometimes depends depends on how long it takes us to watch a two-hour movie they randomly uh selected like this week's episode or nominated back and forth we watch stuff around holidays um if you pay me enough i'll watch it um you know all that good stuff we also uh, talk about our lives here yeah. and this week it's tuesday and it's been a rough week it's Tuesday. Yes, Zach has been a rough Tuesday. week. And it's been a rough week. Uh, our, our child is getting over. Let's list. Let's list all the things Lord. she's getting over. Double pink eye. Double, double ear, ear infection. infection. A viral infection, which she has 102 degree fever at the moment. I think she got rickets today. Um, <laughs> I got rickets today. Yeah. Um, um, it's just been rough. Poor thing. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, so it's... Uh, it's been rough on me, as you could tell. My voice is not where it should be. I've been sick uh, the last couple of days, so that's also been really fun. Uh, but in our, in our, you know, solace, we we watch movies, so we watched Power Rangers this week. The new one, Saban's new Power Rangers. Saban's Power Rangers. Um, but uh, up front, we talk about our lives... The baby's sick. Samantha's sick. I'm just wallowing in it. It'll be like three weeks from now, like right as everything's happening in my life, that I will get sick. 
that, that's what's gonna happen. Because right now I'm fine, healthy as a horse. I'm good. There's a frog why coming you, out of my mouth. Isn't there? Why don't you always <laughs> jinx yourself? I just got the plague. Um, we also up front take this opportunity to discuss movies that we've watched that aren't part of the podcast. Oh, yes. Whether they've been drawn out of the box or oh, what the ones that have not been drawn out of the box. If we're able to actually go to the theaters and watch stuff, which is few and far between nowadays. That happens. Or if we're able to catch up on things through our means. And we finally, 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 finally watched Star Wars The Last Jedi. Oh my god, I was so excited. Over the weekend. Um, <sighs> took us uh, quite a while to um, to get it. Just like it took us quite a while to watch The Power Rangers, which we'll get to here in a moment. But um, <laughs> yes, we watched Last Jedi. Um, again... Very briefly talk about this. Thoughts? Um, I enjoyed it. I can see why some people made the criticisms that they've made. I think I just had a real sentence there. and um, But I, I enjoy it. I'm such a geek for these movies. I, I liked it. I, I think some things could have been done differently, but... Um, I thought it was cool looking in terms of the effects and everything. Um, but I did hesitate to enjoy it because it disregards everything that happened in The Force Awakens. And I loved The Force Awakens. Absolutely loved The Force Awakens. So, you know. I don't care though because this movie is always going to be high ranking in my book. You know why? Because it's got porgs. And porgs, I'm sorry, I love otters more than anything. I want to have an otter, a pet otter. So otters are my soul mates. Fuck you, I'm <laughs> sitting right here. <laughs> but porgs, porgs are, are getting up on that list. They're just, I love porgs. They're dumbass big-eyed puffins. They're so cute. They're not cute. They're dead eyes. They're so cute. They're not dead eyes. You're dead eyes. Don't make me wake that baby. I don't really know how loud I am. Back to anything but Porgs, which sounds like a shitty CBS sitcom starring Ray Romano in a few years. With some Porgs. I liked it. Um, Like you said, I definitely... Uh, saw all the criticisms. There's a lot about it that I didn't like, strongly disliked. Um, but could appreciate a, right. most of it. I appreciate that's a better word. I can appreciate, I appreciate how it. different in the message behind a lot yes. of it, but you know, didn't like a good portion of it. Um, this will be the only spoilerish thing that we tackle. Um, this will forever be at the bottom end of my Star Wars list mm. from the sheer fact that they had to kill with no buildup. Oh, no. Like, you were like depressed the entire movie. You didn't even know it happened. Like, no, you were like shocked. Yeah, it was seriously like a, yeah, like a grieving parent after they watched their kid like tear their ACL in a football game. Except instead I watched Admiral Akbar die unceremoniously. <laughs> and so most of the major plot points of the movie had been spoiled for me through reading stuff online and just Facebook and whatnot.
but somehow that had managed to slip through the cracks that Admiral Akbar just gets blown up out of nowhere. And then, like, afterwards, they have to, like, make sure. Because I'm sitting there, I'm like, wait, who, who all died there? And you're like, everybody. Like, Akbar was there. I'm like, Akbar, wait, 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 oh, 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 oh. And then, like, they come back and, like, we lost these people. And the first one's, like, even Admiral Akbar. I'm like, mother. They lost all the leadership. Like, <laughs> wouldn't it have been fine? Like, if you're going to sacrifice Akbar, number one, don't do it for, on account of Laura Dern's dumbass. Fuck you, Laura Dern. You wish you looked like Akbar. Um, she does. <laughs> she doesn't. Uh, number two, like, if, he's, if you're going to kill Akbar and you're going to, like, uh, like, like, make the fanboys or, like, everything, like, hit. Yeah, like, have him go out, like, like have him be, like, how cool would it have been if, like, he's the one that, like, did that bomb-ass lights, uh, light speed thing where, like, what are they doing? As a trap! Light speed! And then they goes through the ship. Like, that would have been baller. Like, let Akbar go out like a hero, not go out like a bitch. You know why you didn't read about I'm it? I'm not a bitch! <laughs> Fucker. I'm sorry, what was that? I'm not a bitch! I am not a crook. Basically, I realized Akbar is Fish Nixon. <laughs> Admiral Akbar is Fish Nixon. <laughs> Are you okay? No? I think we're losing Samantha tonight, folks. It's been a hell of a run here over the, the four years I think this podcast has been going on. I don't even know. We could have been doing this for two weeks. I don't remember anymore. She is openly weeping. Fish Nixon! <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's, it's a sequel where uh, uh, Franklin Jelly gets interviewed by a goldfish. <laughs> fish Nixon. Fish slash Nixon. Fish Nixon. Yeah, fish Nixon. Yeah, yeah, fish Nixon. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, to my point, the reason why you didn't hear about the spoiler anywhere is because no one else cared. It's a bunch of horse shit. No one else cared. It's a bunch of Who horse cares? shit. Everyone cares. Who cared? Akbar's family. Rich didn't even tell you. Well, he, he knew. He, that's a sign of a good friend. Is it? Steve didn't tell me. Yeah, see, they didn't prep you. They let you down. Now I'm grieving. Fish Nixon. <laughs> Fish Nixon. That's going to be a... Uh, I'm sure it's going to be Scott a... Scott Van Nuys. Yeah, it's going to be a shitty uh, New York, uh, like... Yeah, I don't know. Fuck me, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. anyway, so yeah, so, so we we saw it. We both enjoyed it to a certain extent. So we'll see. Um, that's pretty much it. We'll, we'll do it one day. Probably on. Well, we'll do it before episode nine. That's the rule of the podcast. One of the many like rules we have. We should write like, write, like a fucking constitution at this point. We should. We should write where, a, you know, a bill of rights. Every single time that a new episode film comes out, we watch the previous, the previous one to prepare ourselves. <gasps> we did that for Force Awakens before this one came out. We have a year or two before we have to buy and watch it. But we digress. Let's get into today's podcast from sadly 2017. Which, sadly, which will probably not have a sequel. Well, we'll get to it here in a second. Saban's Power Rangers. It's morphin' time. The first great blockbuster of the year says The Nocturnal. With a K? Yes, like knock. <laughs> Uh, nostalgia has never felt so more phenomenal. It says time out. Fish Nixon. Can you please read that? The... Nostalgia has never felt so more phenomenal. <laughs> it says time out. Sabin's Power Rangers follows five ordinary teens who must become something extraordinary. 
when they learn that their small town of Angel Grove and the world is on the verge of being obliterated by an alien threat. Chosen by destiny, our heroes quickly discover that they are the only ones who can save the planet. But to do so, they will have to overcome their real-life issues, and before it's too late, band together as the Power Rangers. So, um, we, have, we did the original 1995 Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, sure? uh, yeah. a long time ago. Uh, so, if, if, for a frame of reference, if you want to know how my thoughts and your thoughts on, uh, you know, the, the part of the Power Rangers played in, you know, our childhood and our lives, that's going to be more so the podcast for you to check out. Um, we're still going to discuss it here. Power Rangers were, you know, some people it's Ninja Turtles. For me, I love the Ninja Turtles, but for me it was always Power Rangers as a kid. Um, so went into this reboot and this reimagining and this concept with very, very tentative expectations, especially because... It was, you know, Michael Bay, I believe, is part of the, um, was he? I don't know. No, I guess he wasn't. I thought he was part of the um, producing team for it. Uh, no, he wasn't. I'm just, it just seemed like it. <laughs> um, you know, anytime you slap a new coat of paint on something, you run the risk of it tainting what you had as a child. Um, like this Riverdale show I'm watching. Yeah, stop. I knew you were going to fucking mention that. What? It's mention. true. It's a good parallel. Whatever. Um, so we saw this. Um, I was really hyped for it. I was excited. I, I was, I was. And then I rev learned. Reviews came through and. It was in that 40 percentile we talk that about we a lot of time. Um, but I but I heard a lot of things. It was like it's not as bad as people were saying that it is or whatnot. So we saw it and I enjoyed it. I liked it. Um, I, I didn't like it as much to the, the last time we watched it. Number one, it could have been the fact that it took us five hours to watch it. I think that that I think that was it. I think if there had been a crying baby, we watched. We started we watching this movie at four thirty in the afternoon on was, Sunday. Yep. And we finished yep. it just before nine o'clock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because of just her doing things. So that didn't help. But also, I, again, when I'm in this chair watching the movies for this podcast, I, I look a little bit more. You suck a lot of dicks. Excuse me. You. What? I, I look at it a little bit more closely, and it's mm -hmm. a different experience. Some movies play better in a big theater environment, which I think this does. Um, and there were little things about it. I mean, not anything major. I just think this was more of a okay to good movie as opposed to the first time I saw it and I thought it was pretty good. That that would be my overall critique okay. of it. Um, th there's plenty that I, I dislike about it, which we'll, we'll get to. Yeah. Um, well, because you're taking pieces of our childhood and you're twisting them and turning them See, and I think that that always affects it that is a, that is one of the things I really liked about the movie to believe it or not like I liked the because, interpretation of the characters yeah because let's be fucking real like the fact that oh these five teenagers all just happen to all do fucking taekwondo together and are great community leaders and already dress in these colors and also help Ernie smuggle drugs out the back of his juice bar um rewatch the show it's very obvious. Ernie's the fucking Heisenberg of Angel Grove. Um, 
No. Oh, we'll get there. No, we won't, because there's no, that's well, number one complaint. <laughs> number no bulk and skull. Complaint. Not douchebag Ed Sheeran bully looking fuck. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so for this, it's it takes people that have real problems, but at their core are, are good people. And it's more, I like that difference. It's, as an adult, the original Power Rangers is hard to buy into as a concept because... <laughs> Fuck you! Not five friends aren't friends and are popular and also do karate. Okay. What else is there in Angel Grove, though? So you have to also think of the circumstances. This is the same thing with, like, Captain Planet. That's the same thing like Captain Planet. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, the same concept. It's like, there's nothing else to do. They're going to do some karate because of all the crime that Bulk and Skull create. Okay. They no, happen to be friends. Bulk and Skull don't it. commit crimes. Bulk and Skull just waste food by falling into it. That's a crime. <laughs> it's not a Well, actually. In Angel Grove, which is a Bulk doesn't waste any food. Community. Yeah. Okay. Well, and here. I, so I liked that they were like teenagers with the problems, you know, the like the breakfast clubby kind of like, modern take on it. Some people, I think, would complain about I didn't have a problem with it. I, like, I, I liked the interpretation. It, I think that it, they could have tried to replicate it, and it'd be corny and cheesy, and it wasn't. It, it, and it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. This, some things they took to extremes, but yeah. I like that they weren't all, you know, drop out, bad kids, car crash, all this stuff. Like, you know, they had, like, the balance. And it, it, it does like seem a Billy's little... With, family life Sure, it stuff. does seem a little cheesy and corny a little bit, like, because, you know, there was the Chronicle comparisons or, like, you know, the troubled teens, you know, like, finding, like, that is just in, like, young adult culture, I feel like. It's just kind of like how what all these stories kind of are yes. nowadays. So, like, that, I get that concern, but I think it was portrayed really well and it helped... And help the story of who they are as opposed... And also gave them each a distinct personality. Whereas in the original, like, what? Zach is a cool Uncle Tom? And <laughs> and and Jason is the best at kicking people and Kimberly's hot. <laughs> and and Trini's there because she has Stop to be. <laughs> and Billy's still a nerd. Like, that's it. And Tommy's the one that all the, the guys want to be and the girls want to do. Like, it's, you know, he's the heartthrob. Because, be fair, who wanted to fuck the original Jason? Jose Canseco! <laughs> That's all you need to know. Our friend Steve Real would have <laughs> fucked the original Jason. Yeah, very true. Um, just like I liked, you know, like, the the Black Ranger was Asian. The Blue Ranger was black. They didn't go, like, that route. They switched things up. Um, they got into the actual mythology of it, which I don't ever remember the original show doing. Well, so... Well, I, there's been like 900 iterations. Right, so that's on the thing. Power Rangers, uh, Tiger Dicks. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they're on right now, right? Mm -hmm. Tiger Dicks? I think. Tiger Dicks, yeah. yeah. So, no, so this is a combination of several of the other Power Ranger iterations, because there was the original Power Rangers, like the Mighty Morphin Power yeah. Rangers. And then they got into they Zio. They morphed as a fright, and then they got into the ones with the dinosaurs, and then they got into ones with them, like, in space, and then they got into I think other, like, no, legitimately, there's, no, like, no, all I know. these different ones. So. No, I know. Well, the last one I remember, Mighty Morphin, then after the first or second movie became Zio, and then after Zio, I think it was literally became, like, Power Rangers, like, like Lost in Space one. or something. No, I think, like, they just went to space. And that's, like, when I was, like, finally old enough to, like, fucking not be in it anymore. Right. Um, 
But I remember, like, when this came out, like, I went down a Wikipedia Power Rangers rabbit hole, just, like, on characters, and, like, I shit you not, like, four or five years ago, like, Bulk and Skull were still, like, back on that show, oh, yeah. and, like, they're in space as police officers. Like, yeah. we, we, what's the standard of being a space cop that Bulk and Skull can do it now? Like, Zordon had just died. It's like, motherfucker's been ahead for nine trillion years. It's all about that energy. Like so, it's like on Alpha Fifty One. Yeah, like, the mythology of it is so like insane, yeah. but this makes this it pretty simple. Touches on it and and does it in a way that melds them together and under and, and allows you to understand it. So if you are a true fan, yeah, you still can get that. Um, now, as a movie, there are plenty of things that you know. I, I think the tone kind of goes back and forth a little bit too much. Like it gets like really like, serious in points, and it just doesn't fit, and then, you know, it kind of tries to loosen itself up, kind of like a Michael Bay movie in that regard. Um, it's, you know, it, it's an origin story, but it takes them literally an hour and 20 minutes to become Power Rangers. And then, but and then, don't just happen overnight. Like, and then it's a 30, 40 minute, like long ass, kind of drawn out, boring climax, at least to me, at least. Like the whole Zord battle at the end, like I didn't like connect with any of the Zords or like really, like, like once they became Power Rangers, which is what you're waiting for the whole movie, like I wasn't interested because of what they did. Just to me, at least. Like okay. the, cl- the climax of the movie, also, like it's a bastardization of Goldar. Like it just it just it just didn't like stick the landing to me. The build up to it is is very good, but then when we get there, you know, the other difference being that they like the suits give them superpowers, which again is another difference in that, you know, all of these Angel Grove kids before were just fucking dojo bitches that you know were able to do all those moves anyway. Well now they're able to, you know, do it because of the powers they have, basically literally making them superheroes. Um, it's again, it, it'd be the only difference I think I didn't like, and they can have like sword hands, and and whatnot. But um, okay, I think that that's fair. Yeah. Uh, number one complaint about the whole movie, um, is the fact that Krispy Kreme is the reason this movie existed. It is maybe in the history of film, or at least films that I've seen not being played up for gags cuz that that has happened in the past before with like Wayne's World and stuff uh the worst product placement in movie history really it's so bad how many times i i'm going to look this up afterwards how many times is just crispy cream set in the film like 20 it's a plot point crispy cream is the macguffin in this movie that's not what a MacGuffin is. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, well, Rita Repulsa shouldn't use the word fucking Krispy Kreme. Or sit there and eat a donut. Look, man, if I was trying to take over the world, I would have a or break everything for a just Krispy happens donut. in the Krispy... Everything just happens in the Krispy Kreme. Or a Krispy Kreme donut. Have you had Krispy Kreme donuts? Of course, I love Krispy Kreme donuts. You know Okay, what? you have gone... Shut the fuck up for a second. You have driven... Like in that Family Guy episode of that Asian lady driving, like cut across traffic, four lanes, no signal, okay, good luck everybody, to get to Krispy Kreme when the hot fresh side is on. We have one Krispy Kreme in this town, and you will go 
to lengths to get it. Am I wrong? No. No. The difference is that I am a man living my life in the real world. And a movie doesn't need it to constantly reference Krispy Kreme. Just because they got some cool Power Rangers donuts and it got a shit ton of money. It's hey, just, Krispy Kreme, if you're out there. I mean, we'll take your. We'll and you take want. Your, well, I will happily be sponsored by Krispy Kreme. On this podcast. The official donut of Meredith Movies, the Krispy Kreme donut. Hot, fresh, and ready for whenever you want a donut in your mouth. And now, enjoy air supply here on Meredith Movies. It's my radio voice. I Meredith. got it. You're really just shooting us in the foot for these opportunities of you know, sponsorship. No, we all fucking Krispy Kreme. Give me money. <laughs> if you'd like to sponsor us, please email us at marriedwithmovies at gmail.com. Yeah. Attention, subject, Samantha. Subject line, crisp. No. In the subject line, please put, fuck off mullet. Samantha, please read this. I'm sure the Krispy Kreme uh, marketing and uh, advertising person would use such language, especially if they're attaching themselves to PG-13 products like the Power Rangers. Um, no, it was just egregious. Like, that was the one thing. We're not thing, PG-13. The one thing. We're not. The one thing from watching it this time, I was like, okay. man, I don't remember it being, like, that blatant before. It's just, we gotta get to the Krispy Kreme. Uh, the, the intersection is Krispy Kreme. Like, it just bothered me a okay. lot. Um on top of a couple of the performances, um, and like we'll get to, yeah, we'll get to um, something what... I did like about this movie. Okay, I really enjoyed the music. I don't think I really noticed it as much the first time, but I did enjoy the soundtrack, mm. the music, and and how, what they set things to. I really enjoyed that. I know there was a good use of power, right by Kanye. There was, um, what was, there was a, a song that was... Look, you're asking the wrong person the names of songs. I just know that they were here, and I liked them. I liked how they used them in the movie. Um, um, a, a lot of it is a little, like, too, uh, like, standard for me. Like, it, it didn't, hold on, I'm trying to find, like, the more modern one. Um, I, there's, like, two specific songs I'm looking for that I wanted. Nope, that's on Spotify. Oh, maybe that'll still help me. Um, is it Tove Lau or whatever? I don't know. Oh, Stand By Me. There's a cool, like, acoustic Stand By Me parody in there. Mm. Um, Kanye, I was right. Uh, Survivor by Destiny's Child? I don't remember that. Um, but the actual, like, soundtrack, like, the score for this, I will agree with you. Yeah. Usages of songs and... The music. Um... There was something else I was gonna say. I forget what it was. Um, was there anything? So you haven't you haven't talked about anything you didn't like necessarily. I, I agree. I mean, some of the performances, some of the things dragged out a bit. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree with. There, with there's a lot of, and it also didn't help again because it took us so long. And also, we watched all the uh, the extended scenes and deleted scenes, which is basically just the whole movie <laughs> with like more walking around and meandering. Um, there's a lot of that, like when they first get to like the like the command center or where like wherever the fuck Zordon. It's a ship, an alien spaceship. See, I'm used to like Zordon. And the... Alien spaceship. Okay, and when then the ship, like it takes way too long to get there. Um, also, 
Like, you gotta dig up, like, like raising the stakes. Like, Rita kills people. Like, back in the day, Rita's just... <laughs> you well, yeah, know? they didn't kill people. Yeah, Rita, Rita could barely handle Babu and Squat. Like, just farting on each other, right? That's Babu, Babu and Squat, right? Yeah. Uh, real quick, who'd win in a fight? Babu and Squat or Bulk and Skull? Bulk and Skull. Why? Because they've got theme music. A really, really big oversight in this movie is no uh, Bulk and Skull. No Ernie. Really? It, like, could instead of Krispy Kreme, could Ernie not have had the juice bar? Like, come on. <laughs> what the fuck was that guy doing? He's probably dead of a heart attack. But, <laughs> but you have a valid point. But, you know, and like, I if you're going to do... put it to the town. If they do make a sequel to this movie, I will put it to the directors and producers... To rebuild the Krispy Kreme as Ernie's juice bar. Look at this guy. Look at this Is fucking guy. No, I don't know. Just look at him. <laughs> look at Ernie. Uh, oh, fuck, he's dead. I feel so bad now. God damn it. He's You're an dead. Asshole. I feel like such a dick. Oh, of course, it was a heart attack. Ernie, rest in peace, man. I'm going to have some juice after this for Ernie. I feel like such an asshole. He's been dead like 10 years. Um... But yeah, like raising the stakes, making it more mature. Like when like like they kill Billy, like you know Billy's not gonna really die, but you know it still feels like more serious. Like no Power Ranger ever actually died, you know, or like even was like close I mean, to it. In the context of the show, though, rest in peace, Yellow Ranger. Oh she yes, died. God, there's so much death around the Power Rangers. <laughs> she legit died. Jesus, you need to be um, you need to be a little more cognizant. I know. Um... There was something I was going to, we were talking about Ernie. Ernie's death really hit me. Man, I don't know. You're like all. Between Ernie and Akbar, where are all my really tertiary character heroes going? <laughs> uh, shit, there was one other thing I was gonna, we were referencing. We were talking about um, Ernie's juice bar. And there was something else that I was like going to mention that I would have been fine with as opposed Oh, fan service. That's what it was. So, like, we talked about it before, you know, like, the Ninja Turtles, like, Mikey, what's that one thing you used to say? Like, hitting stuff specifically for the core audience. This one kind of falls in, like, the middle for me. Like, I think Bill Hader does I, 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 like, three times, and, like, the first time, it's like, okay, cool. And then the other couple times, like, okay, well, now you're just doing it on purpose. Um, Same thing with It's Morphin' Time. They definitely have quips when they're beating up the bullshit putties. Um, you know, like, like the, the shitty ranger-esque yeah. puns, but I think that's really it. I think, um, she says, make my monster grow, right? When she, does she say that? I don't think she says, make my monster grow. She says, like, wait till they see my monster or something like that. I don't think she says. <laughs> wait till you see my monster. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, Finster would have definitely made a fish Nixon. <laughs> Okay, Rita, here is my fish Nixon. I don't remember what Finster sounded like. I'm going to try to impersonate every Get out. every monster from the original Power Rangers right now. I just did Finster. Yes, I am Finster. And here's your new monster. And I'm Rita! And here's what I'm going to do! I don't know why I'm British all of a sudden, but I'm Rita! Okay, no, who's that? Oh, like... Oh, I'm hanging myself in the closet. <laughs> Wait, wait, I got I think I gotta go there. Hold on. No, that that sounds like Beetle just trying to go there. <laughs> hey, how's it going? I'm I'm Power Ranger villain. I've been on Power Rangers before. I didn't win. You can't beat the Power Rangers. They're great. 
Okay. I'm just saying. I was on the show. Oh, you're 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 not gonna try to do any of the other villains? Uh, oh me? No, I'm not an impersonation. I'm Beetlejuice. I'm not very good at anything. That's for sure. I mean, besides like ghoulin' and schooling. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Rita Rangers. Oh, that fuck. I just feel like I got deep throated by Negan's bat. Um. So enough of that. Uh, but you don't get any of those characters. Um, oh, why, why would you need any of them? Just know, listen to our show. You know who another great character would be is if Finster made this life-size man seal. Hey, how's it going? I'm the seal. It's so bad. No, it's not. My throat really hurts. I can hear fine. <coughs> this is what I've been working on. <laughs> this is my life. <laughs> is there any alcohol we can put in this? No. <laughs> I'll be back. I'm going to force this. Please don't. Please don't. If Yogi Bear's ears were cut off. <laughs> seal man. Uh, so let's get back on any sort of track. Uh, what is happening? Didn't you say we should make the show be nice and concise? It's 2 o'clock in the morning. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. Uh, oh, man, let's get into performances. Performances, yeah, because a lot of, we, we've been skirting around also yeah, a, a big, a lot of people to get into. Let's a lot get, of people. Let's start it off with this Zac Efron-looking motherfucker. Whoa, uh, I think his name is, it's either Daker or Dacker. <laughs> it's Dacker. Daker. Is it Daiquiri? No, it's not Daiquiri. Daikra? I think it's Dacra. Dacra? Daiquiri. Dac. I think it's Daker because it's like Acre because it's A C R E. I call him Whack Efron. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's Whack Efron looking motherfucker. Yo, I fucking love I this dude. For first thought, it was you only love him because of his role in Stranger Things. No, I liked him in this too. I honestly, he's not he, my MVP. He's he not just, my LVP. Right, he's not either mine. But I couldn't get over every scene. I was like, oh, Zach Efron's in this movie. The first time I saw... Is this Neighbors? Yeah, the first time I saw the trailer for him, I'm like... That's what fucking Zach Efron is. He's got the same birthday as like, Jillian. That takes that takes some balls to be that guy and be an actor. Like, like you basically look like his fucking twin. He's Australian, of course, because there's no any good, any American white dudes working in Hollywood. Except Zach Efron. Except Zach Efron, yeah. Um, he has that one bit when, like, he uh, he's in the first, like... Day of detention, and he slaps the dude, and he's like, "He's like, did you just slap me?" He goes, "Yeah, I did." He has a good charisma about he, him. He, I like his I, charisma. I dug the shit out of him in Strangers. Like, I know I'm probably in the minority there, but it was the perfect, like, sadomasochist fucking. Um, no, not that's what phrase I'm looking for. That um, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Uh, sociopathic. Like yeah. this perfect sociopath mixed with like the like '80s villain. I thought he was fucking great. Um, and I liked him in this a lot. I liked him in the. I, I think he had good comedic timing for like his comedy parts mm-hmm. and everything. And, and good strong leadership. I. I yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd follow him into a fight. Fine with him. Because fine with I him. would think it would be Zac Efron, and I would just yeah. be like, "Sure, whatever you uh, want to do." Let's say on the positives, who is who would be your MVP? Who would be my MVP? I know who mine would be. It would be between. Um, what's his name? Our. R.J. Siler, mm-hmm. the guy that plays Billy. Okay. Yeah, R.J. Siler, and 
I really liked Elizabeth Banks in this. I think she. I think a, she did a really good job. She chews up a lot of scenery. She's obviously having fun. I um, I, I love. Like, I wish there was more of her. I do too. I I I thought she did a great. I think job. she did a good job too. My MVP is R.J. Siler. I think he's give he gives the best performance. I think he it could have been very easy to play that character really bad and really wrong yeah. and make a lot of mistakes and he doesn't. He's kind of pitch perfect throughout. He's um a wonderful source of comedy. He's a wonderful source of inspiration. He's a good source of like drama. Um Yeah. It's a great new way to take that character. Right. Um, and they just, like, they, you know, they don't make a big deal out of it. Like, he basically just says, like, he's on the spectrum at one point, and, like, that's really it. Yeah. You know. And, and I think that, you know, the fact that everyone, I mean, and we've saw this movie, what, twice already? This was the second time. The second time. So, like, when he dies and everything, you know, you have to, you the character... The actor who plays that character that dies or, or you know, has the early demise, if they happen, like, they have to be endearing to an audience to have the audience buy into it mm-hmm. and, like, care and all of that. And I think he did a really good job because he had that likability factor as yeah. well. And I think that that, I mean, I just, I thought he did a good job. Yeah. Being, not being someone who's on the spectrum and playing someone who is is really difficult and can be handled really yeah, badly and I think that he did it really well and and you know really kept the integrity of that condition and of the character intact. Yeah, so. I, I would agree. Um he Yeah, just does a, a great a great overall job. Yeah. Um so yeah, he would definitely be my MP Elizabeth Bank was gonna be another she, one that I that I that I had mentioned that I enjoyed. We talked about uh uh, Strawberry Daiquiri Montgomery. Um, I love I like uh, Naomi Scott. I love Naomi the Scott. The Pink Ranger. Yo. So, my first, like, boner as a child was Amy Jo Johnson, the Pink Power Ranger. I thought you were going to say it's to Naomi Scott. <laughs> and I was like, Naomi Scott is <laughs> you know, too after young I did, for you. After I did a child. She's what? No, she's not. She's like 24. It's not too young for me. Excuse you. <laughs> Well, Excuse I mean, anyway. you. I'm sorry. What? If like the ceiling collapsed on you right now, like you go after a 24 year old. No, I'm just saying that if when I was ready, uh huh. I don't think at 31. I don't think, I don't think any 24 year olds would be after you. I hate to break it to you. That's so sad. Uh-huh. Man, fuck you. I was gonna treat this highly. Yo, Naomi Scott's fucking hot. And I want to do her. How's that sound? <laughs> Cool. She's on my list. Me too. She's on my list. She's also from uh, the Disney Channel. It's a very... I don't give a shit if she's from fucking... She's English. I don't care if she's Mr. Rogers' fucking goddaughter. <laughs> she's also English. They all are. She's going to be Jasmine. She's going to be Jasmine, I know. I'm really excited. Um, no, I mean, like, uh, my point was, as a, <laughs> as a young, as a child, the Pink Power Ranger meant two different things. If you were a girl... Is what you aspired to be. Oh yeah, that's why I was in gymnastics. And if you if you were a boy, then it's like, oh man, she's so cute, and like I don't know what my feelings are. So like it lives up to a certain level of expectation for like me. She lived up to it. Um, she also was very good. I liked the you know the take on the bad girl take. Yeah, instead of you know basically like you said gymnastics, 
all-star, you know, Nancy Kerrigan fucking, you know, whatever. So I liked her a lot. Um, Brian Cranston collect, collecting a paycheck. You know, it's you don't have to be really charismatic or do much to be Zordon. Um, sure. It was a nice also callback because um, Brian Cranston and Power Rangers kind of go way back. He was a voice of many Power Rangers villains. Part of the reason why Billy's last name is Cranston. Um, Bill Hader's Alpha, I had the high hopes for, and I kind of felt that was a, a misstep. I kept thinking that it was not Bill Hader. I kept the voice reminding me so much of Patton Oswalt. Okay, I hear it. It sounded a lot like it, so it, it just confused me. I hear it. No, I, I, I mean... I felt like they were like, hey, Bill, you want to, like, riff a little bit? And he's like, yeah, sure. And they're like, oh, we can't really, like, use any of this stuff. Eh, use some of it. Like, it was just, you know, yeah. kind of a little too, like, oh, we need a cutesy robot. You know what I mean? Alpha was a source of comedy every now and but at his core, he was still kind of, like, there. Something I love, um, so the Power Rangers, you know, there's a, a really great Power Rangers comic book that i am been reading for quite some time. I'm very behind on. They also did a crossover with the Justice League. You know, Power Rangers in comics is kind of like something that's growing. It's actually been really good because they they treat it just like know, any other comic book. Ones. Yeah, they um, they also do have an Archie style one now too, but um, the one that's kind of treated like a regular old like comic book is really really good. But I also love in all of them how like Alpha just kind of gets like. I think he's been blown up like three times. Like <laughs> he keeps dying. It's like Alpha's the fall boy um, for everything. Uh, who else? I mean, those are all the the main like principal characters. So my OVP comes down to Zach and uh, not Trini, but Trini, Truni, Trulululi, Trini, Trini. I, I felt like they said it differently. Because originally it's Trini. Like, and what did you say? Trini. Trini. Yeah, so I, they, they changed it. Um, not thrilled with either. The first time I saw the movie in theaters, it would have been the Black Ranger slam dunk. Just something about him. I have, I, I know part of what it is. Um, I, I think a part of it was just, those two characters weren't introduced as, like, principals. Like, they were definitely introduced, like, after the fact. So it, it felt like they didn't have as much development, and they kind of get the short end of the stick. From watching it this time, I, I saw more from him. Um, the girl that plays... Tr- Becky Trini, G. Becky G. I watched this time, and it was all very... I'm this person, and blah, blah, blah. Even in, like, the scene where, you know, Rita's attacking her and stuff. It just, she felt like a pop singer who was given this role because That's she exactly wants to try acting. And That's what it is. She wasn't very good at it, especially because that role is very important. That it's the first, like, out and about, like, bisexual or gay, like, superhero in movies. Yeah. And it was just kind of, like... That's the only character, to me at least, I, I appreciate and love the idea and the thought behind it. Someone I, else should have played yeah, that because they would have done it better I feel, and done it justice. I feel, like, I feel like the execution on her behalf and hers alone 
was poor. Um, I'm ultimately fine with either one. Um, because I mean, he still has, and also they're also very directly tied to one another. Like he's obviously flirting with her the whole time, and like she's not having any of it because of you know, of her, of her sexual orientation. Yeah. Um. But they, anytime like they kind of get the spotlight is when it starts like putter or falter, and I start losing interest, and I want to see one of the other three characters talk because the actors are better. <laughs> not not even like the writing. Like I, I felt like the writing was fine. Um, and you still identify, and you still like, you still, um, what's the phrase I'm looking for? You still sympathize with them as characters, but you're also like, yeah, but I'd sympathize a lot more if it wasn't this person speaking. Right. Um, so I'll let you call it. I'm fine with either one. Cause I, th- those were the two that you uh, were going to. Becky G. Becky G. Okay. What was it? Was it anything specific that, cause I remember like leaving, seeing it the first time. We both were thinking it was going to be Zach. Or both talking about how, like, we didn't really, like, necessarily like him. <laughs> I mean, to be quite honest, like, I think it's exactly what I said. Especially given everything that's happened since this movie came out. Like, this movie came out. When did this movie come out? Like, literally almost a year ago. Almost a day. year ago. Lots happened in terms or of... Or over a year ago at this point, yeah. And, you know, even before this movie came out, you know, a lot has happened in terms of... Bringing to light, you know, all of these different imbalances that there were. So, you know, not having a superhero that identified as as gay or lesbian mm-hmm. or bisexual before. Not having, you know, black, white, female, whatever it is, any kind of minority that it was. Yeah. I mean, I think it was, it's such an important role, especially, that you needed somebody who... One lived it. I, I I mean, I think that if you're gonna have something like True. that, you need somebody who but, it's really important to. But you have to be careful with that because at the same token, it's the same thing with Billy. Like, why could you not gotten an actual autistic actor to have been that character? You know, like it's a double it's no it's I, a, that's fair. It's it's um that's what's fair. the phrase I'm looking for? It's, it's a double edged sword. It's uh, not double edged sword, it's um like a catch. Yeah, it's like a catch twenty two. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, okay, so I guess that's fair, but then fine. So then fine, you don't, you can have somebody straight play that role. Fine, but then have them be excited for it and give it a little juice. There's nothing in her portrayal except her rebuffs of Zach's advances Mm -hmm. that gave anything to it. Have her crush on. Kimberly or something. You know what I mean? Like, like and they allude to it. I mean, you, you okay. see it, but it's still, sure. it's very, it's also at the end of the day, a PG-13 movie that they wanted to sell a shit ton of toys for. And, you know. So you're telling me that there's not, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13-year-old no. girls? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Would I but, identify with it? No, of course there are. I'm saying the studio is going to say, yeah, I guarantee you somebody was like, hey, watch all that queer stuff. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Like, you That's have to fair. worry about those That's shitty, fair. stupid fucking people that are still in those positions, even though they open up the movie with a jerking off a fucking cow joke. Because um, bestiality is not as bad as, as homosexuality. Didn't you know that? No, it's not at all. That's how you get Fish Nixon. <laughs> also, this is coming, uh, one, uh, again, uh, not to have a Last Jedi spoiler here, but kind of say that there's nothing that's been so out of left field than uh, Mark Hamill milking a four-titty thing 
and green milk bullshit. Somebody had that like on you Facebook. Didn't know. Somebody had it on Facebook, and I thought it was a joke just because like they were <laughs> fucking with people that hadn't seen the movie, and it's like, oh yeah, of course this happens. And I was like, oh, that's funny. And then it happened. I'm like, oh fuck, that was for real. Like Mark Hamill <laughs> milks a four a four titty thing in the movie, and, we, and then then fucking downs it. Um, no, so I mean, and she she was just she was just flat for me. Flat, yeah. And that, that's what I think I had the problem with, is that she was flat. At least Zach, you know, he was charismatic and had... Yeah, he, he, he is... You know, he's... Um, he's that douchebag appeal. Yeah, and he also is very... Like. Yeah, he's very... for... And stay with for 11 years. He's very... Um, 11 years. He gets the note wrong often, but... He sometimes he gets has a it, note. He, yeah, he sometimes gets it right and exactly right. At least at least it's a note. I'd, I'd rather <laughs> there be an effort in something to it than than nothing at all. So, um, yeah. Um, any performance? Of course, we have to discuss the cameos as well. We've got Amy Jo Johnson and uh, uh, Jason David Frank. Just you know, could have done without it. Yeah, I wish. Again, we've talked about like I don't want more, you know, like the new Ghostbusters. Like, oh, we got every single fucking character that was in the original Ghostbusters here at some point. That was, that's fine. Had they had like a line or something, sure. It was good to see them. They both look fine. Um, Was disappointed that this movie didn't do that well. Um, I think it made like 80 or 90 million dollars. There's plans to do like six or seven movies. Um, they wanted it to be like a big franchise, like a Power Rangers cinematic universe. Uh, I mean, if Pacific Brain can get a bullshit fucking sequel, then, you know, that doesn't mean this one doesn't. Um, it's just going to be difficult, especially because they have, they had the most predicted stinger post-credit, mid-credit scene ever of introducing a green ranger or who will be Tommy Oliver. You have to, though. Of course you have to. No, I, I was I was ready for it. I was so happy for it. And it's exactly like Steve and I were saying. It's like, it's going to be a new student. Uh, are you here? Blah, 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 blah. Um, but we'll never we'll never know. We'll never see it, probably. I really... But we'll I, see a movie Lord Zed. I, I think... A new ooze. That there's a lot of potential here. Like, I really do think that they have laid a good foundation in terms of... The ensemble that they have, because mm-hmm. even though, okay, we have problems with a couple of them, I think the other three are strong enough to pull them through. It's going to be very hard now because oh, Naomi they're, Scott and... She, they're, they're doing stuff. They're all, they're all doing they're stuff. They're all going to be And also, stuff. it's so much, like, not to trumpet a sequel, but, like, the sequel for this would be easier because you can just right out of the gate have their Power Rangers now, you know? Whatever... Troubles are hitting Angel Grove. Like, you have them react to them. You know, like, right. you, don't, you don't need to have the hour and a half buildup yeah. anymore. You just have now the action. And, how, and you and have the how they react to it now. Maybe they regress in terms, maybe, you know, they still have issues or problems or whatnot. I, I'd totally be down for it. Um, I, I would like to see a sequel. I don't think so, we're Elizabeth Banks. It. Yeah, I get more. With all your pitch perfect move, movie money. Keep getting them checks and keep making these Power Ranger movies. She didn't make this. Well, she can though. She this can pick Hame up the reins. But she could pick up the reins. Didn't she do that? Didn't she do that she for was, some movies? She was always a pro- she was always a producer on Pitch Perfect. She just yeah, and then the she had to step in. And then she stepped down again because the second one wasn't that great. And then she stepped in. Okay. 
Let's go. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean. And plus, and they set it up for Rita to still be alive on the moon and build her moon layer, and I'd love to see that. Have her meet Babu and Squat, Finster, uh, bring her old brother Rito Revolto in, and then, of course, Lord Zed comes up and fucks some shit up. You never know where Ivan Ooze is lurking. Uh, Pudgy Pig. His fat ass. Pudgy, where's Pudgy Pig? Pudgy, who's behind you? Where's Pudgy no, Pig? where's Pudgy? Pudgy, where's Pudgy, Pudgy, Pudgy? Pig? Pudgy's above you. Where's Pudgy Pig? An eye guy. Pudgy Pig. Rass. <laughs> That's <was> Akbar. <laughs> Akbar, you dead. Stop inhabiting other people. Pudgy Pig. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a Pudgy Pig. I'm a fish Nixon. Pig Nixon. <laughs> Martin Sheen is a, is a big ass prosthetic pig costume <laughs> interviewing for, for the fucking president. For Mullet. No, no, this no, 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 no. Uh, score time for Power Rangers. Uh, oh you God. drew it, you get to go first. I gotta come up with my score in my head. I think I got it. <laughs> Excuse me. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I want to see more. Um, I liked some of the. I liked. The s- deleted scenes of scenes that we actually didn't get to see, not the extended scenes. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I enjoy, I dug it. I dig this kind of stuff. Um, this will be a good cable, a yeah, cable movie. Yeah, put it on. And, um, yeah, I'd like there to be sequels. I like the soundtrack to it, like the, the score, the music. I like Mac Efron. I like... Whack Efron. Whack Efron. I like, you know, I, I, I dug it. I'm going to give it a... a Seven and a half. Okay, I was gonna go with a six and a half. So seven. I think that's a fair score for this. Yeah, movie. seven. I think I think it's fine. Maybe a little bit. I, I would say reckon be a little bit too much, but um, it it plays well to us. It doesn't it doesn't do anything super offensive besides the Krispy Kreme stuff. You have three good young. I just um, now want a box of Krispy Kreme donuts. Three good young hot stars, specifically Naomi Scott, um, and uh, you know people having fun. It's you, you turn your brain off a little bit and live being a kid. Walt with some updates. Sure. Alrighty. Power Rangers in the books next week. Um, I'm not going to tell you what's coming up next week. Um, it's going to be a surprise for you. Um, it's not going to be Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain will be WrestleMania week. It won't be the movie I draw out of the box. It'll, it's going to be one of those special episodes. A very special Married with Movies. But I'm going to reach in the box the first time for me, I feels like, in a very long time and draw out our next movie. What are you hoping? What are you looking for? I don't know. I don't know. Something easy. Keep the easy streak going. Or break it. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be easy, but I don't know how easy it's gonna be. Oh, and it's funny we're talking about Zach uh, Efron. I love Zach Efron. It's fine. Are you gonna like him in Dirty he's, Grandpa? He's on my list. I don't care. He's on my list. Probably will like him. Does he take off a shirt? Probably. It's in every contract he's in. So yeah, I'm gonna like it. Uh, Dirty Grandpa, which I bought for very cheap on That's Black okay. Friday uh, one or two years ago. I wanted to see it. I love Robert De Niro. I love Zac Efron. Dirty Grandpa. That's good. I'm down. This is the douche. Power Rangers, Pain and Gain, and Dirty Grandpa. What a douchey era of this podcast. This good is our douche God. era. This, this is our mullet in his 20s era. 
Whoa. You were a douchebag. Was. You still are a, a douchebag. Yeah, a little bit. Dirty Grandpa will be coming up uh, in oh, the next I'm couple weeks oh, on I'm the podcast. For this. Next one of us. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you as always. Check us out. Our, check us out. Check, check us out. Check out the podcast. <laughs> Arcadeaudio.net. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> rate us and review us. Five stars. Apple, Stitcher, Google. Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio for this podcast and other ones on our network of shows. I'm becoming a pirate now with bigger jowls. Pirate fish. Very soon the mother awards for 2016 will be available. Pirate fish. Movies at gmail.com. Twitter! <laughs> at Mary W. Movies. It's a tweet! <laughs> Are you pirate, pirate fish Nixon now? Pirate fish pig Nixon. <laughs> Sounds like something a bully would call somebody at school. We're done here. We're done. Are you okay? No. She's weeping. For a mullet. Signing out for Mary Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Flash the Mavericks! That was wrong. Fuck. That's Akbar Akbar going through we're going to be right. That was almost barf everywhere. <laughs> at the movies. At the movies. At the movies. <laughs> Sam Arms. Fresh Nixon. Oh my god. You never could stop me. You always get around. Watch me. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.